You're listening to the Feature Creatures Podcast with feature entertainers and international Playboy playmates Raven Callie and Molly Jane. An in-depth look at life on the road in the adult entertainment industry. Here, you'll get a peek behind the scenes as they discuss their everyday lives as both mothers and performers. You'll also hear from house dancers, feature entertainers, and other professionals in the industry, including club staff, stagehands, DJs, club owners, event organizers, and more. All providing advice and info for the inquisitive minds of future performers and the industry intrigued. This show is intended for adults, so you must be 18 plus to listen. Now, kick back, relax, and get ready to have some fun. Here are your hosts, Raven Callie and Molly Jane. Okay, hi. Hi. <laughs> okay, everybody. So we are here with Steve P. Hi. And he has been in this um, adult industry for many, many years. And he has done many jobs. Um, what kind of jobs have you done? I've worked the door, the bouncers, um, the toy box, managing, bartender, cook, DJ, DJ too. <laughs> He's totally representing Ruby Ryder tonight. <laughs> Via stocking cap. <laughs> Do you want to um, get started in this industry? Uh, well. I was in college in 1980 and going to the, the original Big Owls and got to know the manager and he offered me a job and I started working there, worked there from 80 until 83 when I went in the military. Mm. And you've been all over the world. Yes. All over the world. Yes. Where are you guys at right now? For people who don't know. Uh, right now we are in San Diego at Expose for booking. I will be performing tonight. So we are fitting in this amazing podcast of ours between <laughs> you cold called me. <laughs> it's a pop up co- podcast. <laughs> pop up podcast. But, uh, if I seem out of it, it's because I am. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. I've been drinking, and you've been. Oh. oh yeah. I just got big. I was like, it's like twenty minutes cleaning my bong, and I'm like, I should smoke it now. I should. <laughs> <laughs> and your birthday is celebrated. Yes. I went to Chicago today to the uh, Oddities and Curiosities um, Expo with. Chris and my son, and it was really cool. We came back with some interesting things. <laughs> well, we're gonna celebrate. You and me are gonna celebrate on the road. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Okay, so back to you, Steve. Yeah. So you worked at clubs all over the world, or just uh, countryside, stateside? <laughs> Mostly stateside. Uh, there was a couple that I overseas that officially I. Didn't work in it, but I worked at <laughs> just because of sofa status. Uh. <laughs> um, you've been in the industry for a while, so you've got 
be many different like learn the background of like running a club and everything let's start with the performers you have been some of your most memorable uh performers um morgan back in the day uh yvette evil uh lee sharon and of course bambi wild and stick out to you Chesty um, Morgan, 73-inch bus. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And uh, very thick. You like those ladies of accent. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> oh, Willie Nelson says hello. Hello, Willie Nelson. Ooh. Yeah, very nice fashion. Very uh, burlap. Um, that evil. It, um, guillotine. Yeah. How did you do a guillotine? Act? It was set up. Talk about this later. <laughs> don't give out. I don't give out free ideas. Tell them to her when we're not recording. I need to know how this went down. <laughs> A guillotine act. Yeah. What? <laughs> yes, she did that, and then uh, there's a vampire coffin act with. Uh, I think Lay Sharon did that. So did her walk for me to be downtown Peoria. Who was this? This was like 81. And she just walked down the streets of Peoria butt ass naked? No. She was uh, pretty much in a string bikini, so. As big as a string bikini, so. Yeah. So it wasn't really a nude walk. No, but she was. Point. Uh, she went down to the courthouse. We need to recreate this. We do. All this information right now so we can recreate this. So like the slut walk. The slut walk. Slut walk. <laughs> the slut walk. It's probably an offshoot of this. <laughs> Raven. What? Where there's string bikinis. I went with Bambi uh, two years ago. Last year, two years ago, we went to the first first one in Peoria. I think last year. Last year, yeah, it was last year. <laughs> and her acts were actually kind of novelty acts. We would strip to uh, kind of novelty songs, unique songs. Mm -hmm. And she would have the props to go with them. It was really quite interesting back then. And she sounds like an interesting lady having Raggedy Ann as her name. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that got my attention instantly. That was her favorite uh, doll and character. So she adopted that. But. So, how have you seen the industry change since you've? Um, been in it. Um, 
used to be a lot of dancing, paperwork, uh, rug work, not so much on the pole all the time. Uh, like I said, like Raggedy Ann, her novel, uh, music and props to go with it. Uh, it's just changing to where it's 99% full and 1% dance. When did you start really seeing like people taking over? See, I came back here to the States in 2008, so that was about it. Because in the Philippines and Thailand and in Korea, it wasn't such a uh, deal in the clubs. They did some, but not much. And why do you think that is? Do you think that it was more sensual or more of a, a show without the pole? And do you think that the pole becoming popular is because of the athleticism and because of how hard it is to do? I think it's, that's a big part of it. Uh, and then they don't have to work so hard on actual figuring dance, physical dance routines. Physical dance routines, yeah, the yeah. choreography. Yeah. I see, like, with the showgirls, like, because when I started, I didn't know nothing coming in as a dancer. So, or even what feature entertaining was. So when I was a dancer, I really wanted to do... Uh, learned that there was pole work involved and I started to self-teach myself how to do um, pole tricks and moves and, and then having a transition to feature entertainer big transition and it and it kind of took me out for a minute and oh yeah really readjust yeah, relate to that yeah it really readjusts your like um, sense of self because that's what you love to do and you put all this hard work and time and energy into learning these moves and and being a pole performer to learn that you know that's not good enough mm -hmm. you need more than that. and it really took me off and I was really depressed for a hot minute but then you know being a showgirl and a feature entertainer you really got to balance not only your pole work now because it's so popular but being able to do a show and the choreography and the crowd interaction and your props yeah. and standing out from everybody else which i know you relate because you're really big on pole performing as well yeah and i rely on it because I, I don't have to think yeah i can just flow with the music when i'm when I'm on the pole, but then once you can't be on it for 20 minutes. Earlier, that's like kind of your safety zone. It's where you feel mm -hmm. comfortable because, you know, that's your art and that's your art. And, and now you're having to transition yeah. into other parts of art and bring that into Maybe. yourself. And that, that is definitely the comfort zone when it, when that's what you start out as. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, a lot of people get confused when they see really good pole dancers losing those competitions, and it's because it's not just about the pole dancing, and you know. Yeah, because it's like you're all shocked, and like it's, you see, you see girls that win these. 
people are like, what? She didn't even do anything. She didn't do anything athletic or, you know, like that. Mm -hmm. But it's like other parts of this, it's about the showmanship. It's about the costume. It's about the smiling. It's about the action. It's the choreography. Mm -hmm. Like, you can have amazing pole routines. You don't bring anything else to the table. Like, you're not really offering. Yeah. Are we dressed the same? You're gonna keep just doing girl. Are we wearing the same shit again? Uh, I mean, can you hear me? Yes, I can yeah. hear you. Okay, I'm like, yeah, we're dressed the same. Cool. This seems to happen a lot. <laughs> are, you wearing, are you wearing black pants? I'm wearing straight pants. I'm wearing my sweats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing my. I well, this is just a broad topic. <laughs> Stop it. Got, got my luck shirt on. So. Oh, I see that. <laughs> Are you having a good time there? Oh yeah. Absolutely. So um, Joe has been absolutely amazing, um, and he picked. <laughs> And he said, uh, the first day he told me he was going to drop the top or whatever. And then yesterday he picked me up, well, us up, and took me to get my license. And then afterwards, like, we were talking. And he's like, and him and Steve were talking, and they got really on, like, the cream barbecue. And <laughs> that whole subject Steve was in. I was kind of in his face. So he took us to like a Korean barbecue spot and took us there and both of us to see his face. <laughs> <laughs> kind of and I was like so full by the time we left. It was great. Like it's probably some of the best food I've ever had. And we Aww, found jealous. Oh my god, yeah, it was great. We found a faux place too, not far from the hotel. We have literally every single day been getting up and then we walk for 10 minutes to get that and then we've been and we found another uh, Thai place. It was good, but it wasn't the top one. Are you staying at the same spot that we stayed at? It's the exact same Okay. Spot. So uh, yeah, it's a spot. It, it's, been a, it's been a great time. We got a massage earlier, so... So we left yes. earlier, <laughs> and then we walked a minute so I could get a wine bottle of a corkscrew, and and then we're leaving there. And we walked back. Like, what do you want for lunch, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we saw the Thai place across the street, so we're like, we'll, we'll, we'll try that. And then we're walking out, and we're walking past the massage place, and we're like, why not? The first place they were, they were, the second place they were booked up. And, but it was funny because the first place is right next to the Thai place we ate at. Then we walked across the street, and the other place was reservation. The first one they had open was like five o'clock. I'm like, eh. But then that guy recommended another place right across the street on the other side of the outlet. So we walked back across the street. <laughs> I walked right Determined. In. Yeah, I got right in. So we got us a nice massage, and just fucking amazing. Yeah. Totally needed. It was good. 
very happy ending. Uh, well, the great thing he said, the great thing about it was that he was he didn't have someone saying, you know, happy ending or very <laughs> You weren't offered a happy ending, so it was just offered a happy ending. My lady was really quiet. She only talked a couple times to me, and she wanted to make sure I wasn't too cold. And uh, mm -hmm. she I like told me to talk. Like I need to sleep, guys. Looking for something to do with your friends in the Springfield area? Check out the historic Curve Inn for live music and great food. Every weekend you'll find shows from some of the area's best entertainers, enjoy great food, games, and a full bar for all of your weekend fun. Follow Curve In on Facebook to stay up to date with all events, concerts, and daily menu specials. That's Curve In in Springfield, open daily from 11 a.m. to 3 a.m. for all of your bar and grill and entertainment needs. So how long until you go, until you go into your uh, booking tonight? Um, Ivy, they should be here. Last so my first thirty, and then we played it by. I'm sorry, the dogs are not. Oh, uh, one day. I mean, wasn't. Uh, yeah, it threw me off having to shorten my set, so, and then like I'm. And the later crowd was kind of slow. I think I had maybe four people at my stage, but and, and I'm in a in a better mood, and I'm hoping that I can breathe uh, through it better. Um, yeah, I've had an amazing time while I've been here. And no one's gonna notice if you're you shorten something or if you you know yeah, do something less strenuous at some point because already you do amazing things and you don't really have to push yourself as hard as as you think it's not a competition you know you're already there you already got the booking and they're already amazed by it so like don't make yourself feel worse you know our show our shows and what we rehearsed and mm -hmm. And but when it's when something is off or we don't get to do as much in it, like it gets to us. Even though yeah. like he was saying how good the shows were last night and like they were really amazed by the fire and stuff. And I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I I was really bummed myself because like I know how much I've been rehearsing so that I could breathe through it. Mm -hmm. But then, like, when you get into the actual situation of the music, the energy, the smoke, the lights, going faster than you plan to go, and then things being shortened, it's, like, it was really hard, especially being sick and not being able to, like, after my first set last night, I came off stage, and I went to the office, and I had, like, the towel that was wrapped around me, I was just coughing into it for a hot minute, and they brought me a bottle of water, and I chugged the entire. Oh, God. 
You feel better tonight? I do feel better tonight and I'm ready to go. I'm pumped because I did sit here and um, I shortened something. My sets, I shortened a little bit to meet their, their time frame. Mm -hmm. And I laid out what I could do within that time frame for each song and set. So I, I feel more prepared tonight than what I was last night, whereas I was just winging it to get through the set that was shortened. Yeah. I prepared with what I can do. I feel like it's going to be a way better night tonight. I'm sure the crowd will be better too. Yeah. That, well, it's Saturday night, so it should be better. <laughs> ceiling was a little low. It is a low ceiling, yeah. Well, yeah. I noticed even when we were there last time, like, you could still do shit. You just, you know, we're, we were a little spoiled. Yeah. Um, my wing with my belly dance set, um, I did hit them off the lights. Because <laughs> those things are bigger than you think they are. Yeah. Um, so on that, so like, do customers sit on that rail, like where all the judges were sitting? Yes, they sit okay, up at. The okay, rail. cool. All right, that's really cool. It's it easier is. to get around the whole. Um, yeah. Yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah, I I told them it was a gorgeous club. I really like this club. It's beautiful, and with um, the space that they have, they um, laid it out very beautifully with mm -hmm. what. Um, and the staff is absolutely incredible. So this is one of my absolute favorite clubs to be at <laughs> thus far. You got the food, the weather, the club. Food, the weather, the club. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And the bachelorette party. Oh, that yeah, mm -hmm. there was a bachelorette party, and that was hey. fun. <laughs> All in all, pretty good. Yeah, it's been good. Yeah, it has been very, very good. And then tomorrow you fly back, and then the day after that, we, <laughs> we leave <laughs> for EDIs. For EDIs. So I'm doing Indiana Jones for that, and I've had it reworked that whole show because there was a lot of fire and cancer that one so we gotta I had to get rid of a few elements and replace it so we'll see I how that should have won. <laughs> yep, we'll be able to give you upgraded poppers so. upgraded poppers yeah he had to fix my whip did it fit did he fix it he did fix it like he put oh, awesome put a new popper on it so it actually makes some noise now yeah so, yeah I made Two of them, and I forgot, left them at home. Uh, and he was showing me he has some really amazing leather works that he's done. He's done holders and... Oh, wow. This is... Like, yeah, they're really beautiful leather items that he's made. <laughs> and they're on his Facebook. <laughs> I'll check them out. <laughs> so, um, as... A manager of a club what is uh, what are some of the experiences that you've had like what do, what do you see that really uh, makes or break um, a performance for not just features but like house dancers and I mean like they're uh, 
being on time, stage, and uh, giving a hard time to the DJ. Yeah. Yeah. That's a huge part on some dancers that um, would rather sit and drink rather than do their job. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'll say the thing you don't want to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what advice do you have to like newer dancers or someone that wants to become a, a husband? Uh, first, see if meet the right people in the club that's going to guide you and not be pulled on to the other ones that are just there that want to drink and make a quick buck and uh, yeah. so the ones that are like driven and that can give you the right direction right it'll help you you know if you want to make a career out of it they can help you guide you that way um if you're just there to make a quick buck you just are better off going somewhere else <laughs> right <laughs> getting a regular job <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. because all it does is just start dragging everybody down up yeah it'll cause complaints from other performers yeah, it just just causes the chaos within the club. So we need to, you know, if you're there to work, you need to work. And you need to view it as a job instead of just um, a party to make money at. <laughs> right, right. It's a it's a career a profession, and you know, a good DJ will help you along immensely on mm -hmm. on it. Uh, and like I said, you can find a few performers that's been there that pretty much have their acts together that can guide you. So. Find, a, find a good group. <laughs> find a good group of people. Yes. Usually the ones that have been there the longest because they haven't been fired. You know. <laughs> As she picks at her nose, because they haven't been fired. <laughs> Well, that's how I always like weeded them out. Like the ones that have been there the longest, because the turnover is pretty big. <laughs> yeah, so. it is. Yeah, it's especially in Illinois. Like it seems like. Oh, it's 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 worse. I I feel like a lot of girls are like, I'm not making X amount of money this many days a week. I need to go somewhere else. Like not here. Mm -hmm that in this industry it's not like you know what in the TV series and in the movie your every night is not going to be this big turn up party where you get oh, God, no. money on the stage yeah. or making a lot in fact that's that you gotta you gotta look at the patterns in those and pick the appropriate days to go based on where you've made your money and you got to test out a lot of spots too. oh yeah it's hit and miss especially since covid it's oh yeah so like there's no real predicting anything anymore well like yeah and as you've seen like you and me we bounce 
through a couple of clubs on certain days of the week because we realized, hey, we can make more at this place on this day mm-hmm. and at this place on this day, and then, you know, vice versa. Or oh, smarter. <laughs> smarter. Instead of going, I just want to be in this one spot and I expect to make this amount of money. But mm-hmm. you also you expect to make that amount of money, you've got to be logical about it. you got to hustle right. And you gotta not be a cunt to every fucking customer that says, "Hey, I don't want to dance with you." You know? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's not personal. Don't take that shit personal. Yeah, there's that's another thing. A lot of uh, new dancers, you know, don't want to talk to the customers or spend any time with them. It's like, "Hey, you want to dance?" No. Okay. Later. Bye. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I find myself, like, doing that at the end of the night. Like, oh, yeah, when your time's limited. Yeah, so, like, during the during the early hours or slow, to, slow times, like, you know, rule of thumb is you spend two to three songs with each customer. At the end of the second or third song, you say, hey, would you like a dance? And if they say no, you nicely say, hey, um, I'm going to walk around and I'll be back or let me know if you change your mind, I'm gonna go walk around. Because you gotta make sure that they know this is your job. You can't just sit mm-hmm. around and them. But you gotta do it in a respectful way to where you're not gonna piss them off and not make your money later on. Because they're gonna say, oh, hey, yeah, this is your job. She was respectful about it, she was nice about it, and maybe I'll get a dance with her later on in the evening because she was nice about it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of them that will just sit with one customer and basically nothing for the night mm-hmm. and then they're like well I can't pay house because of this mm-hmm. yeah and, and that comes with it but especially like with it being busy and you gotta you gotta be able to read people and realize hey maybe this group has money or oh this is a group of rowdy ass college kids but maybe I could get a dance with a couple of them mm-hmm. I snap and like play that party girl role to get a couple dances with them and then move on. Um, and you got to be able to realize the fucking people that are in there just to sit around or just drink and stuff. But if you can get maybe one or two dances out of them and get money off the stage from them, you don't necessarily need a champagne room or a VIP with them. You need to be able to milk, you know, those lo- low amounts as well as getting the high amounts from the high paying customers. Yeah. You know, but, that's up. Definitely more towards the end of the night is the time. Hey, you want to do Oh, no, thank you. I'm going to go ask this person because you're running out of time at that point yeah. to do the hustling game. It's like, uh-huh. oh, well, thank you for your time and then move on. Oh, hey, would you like a dance? Yes. Okay, we'll go do a dance. No. Okay, well, thank you for your time and then move on. You know, you, you can't be a cunt in this yeah. industry. <laughs> Don't be a cunt. Don't be a kind. You, you got to know yeah. how to uh, address people and work it. And we all have our off nights to where we just want to sit around a little. Yeah. I oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Or if you're, like, having, you're only there just to get out of the house or something. Like, because my yeah. home life's not too great or, you know, just kind of going to work to escape issues and stuff like that. And some girls fall into that trap of drinking too much, just getting there to drink. And, and, and we all have those nights, but it's important not to. Oh, yeah, I was that girl. <laughs> majority of nights, you got to be smart about it and, and the appropriate way. And then, you know, we're all going to have 
our nights where we just sit there and have people come to us and just, you know, see how much we make. Just, yeah. <laughs> we're just there to drink because fuck if we make money or not, at least we're getting drunk. <laughs> yeah, it happens because sometimes, especially since COVID, like the club is completely empty. There's more girls than guys and you just kind of hope you can outlast the dancers, you know, by the time people show up. Yeah, outlast those dancers are like, oh fuck this, we're leaving, and they leave, yeah. and you're like, oh, yeah. we got customers now. I'm sure that the four guys back in the smoke room, the club I worked at, it's like, hey, you're uh, you called the stage. Finally got her up there, and they followed her up. Money finally got a couple dances out of them. She just stayed back there smoking and joking with them. She had never made any money, exactly. So you're gonna be like, Oh, hey guys, I'm on stage, like, come have some time with me, you know. And yeah. I'm time, like, talking them up and having fun with them, and be like, Oh, hey, I'm on stage, let's go, and like, bring them to the stage. You, you gotta read, read the room. Are you in central Illinois looking for a nice spot to blow off steam? Weebles Bar and Grill in Springfield, Illinois is the place to be. With a full bar and daily food specials, including breakfast from 7 to 10.30 a.m., you'll want to keep coming back for more. Want to order but can't make it in? They offer online ordering and delivery for your convenience. Let's not forget the amazing staff and various forms of entertainment throughout the week. From karaoke to bands to special events, Weebles has it all. To find out more on their daily specials and events, give them a follow on Instagram and Facebook at Weebles Bar and Grill. And I think we all we all start out like that, you know. We all start out young and dumb and thinking, "Hey, we're gonna go dance, have a good time, and get naked and make money and get drunk." You know, we all start out that sometimes. Way. Yeah, it's like, "Oh my gosh, I can do it. That was easy." And then you realize it's not like that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then, like you, you learn as you go. But it's definitely one of the things I think a lot of girls get into with that mindset, and then you learn, you know, further on, like, "Oh, hey, there's." No- thought and um, better dancer but you know some, it's sad to see like some women that stay in that endless oh yeah those are the girls that will get into the drugs or they get into big trouble and they start out really great and it's all with the best intentions and then something anything it can happen to anyone yeah yeah and they just end up in that endless cycle and it's like that's why going into this like it's great going into thinking you know those thoughts you know mentality how can i further myself in this industry even if outside of house dancing how can i become a better house dancer and a better hustler and make more money you know even if you don't want to go as far as featuring or doing competitions how can i better myself as a dancer and and make as much money as possible within the club that I'm at. So uh, one lady that used to dance at uh, the cabaret. She was smart. I mean, during her uh, money-making years, she put a chunk away all the time, so that 
she would be ready. Uh, well, there was this like this really older dancer, and she still dances. I started up. I'm not gonna say her name, but she she looks older, but she's absolutely an, uh, a gorgeous older woman, and she looks like you know the naughty teacher, and mm -hmm. she plays off of that naughty. She's been in this industry. That's what works. Yeah, she never wanted to go outside of house dancing, but she learned it and she put a lot of money back. She's got amazing cars. She's rental properties. You know, you gotta be smart about your money. You just can't put it back and then reinvest it into things that are gonna help you later on in life. You know, if this is something that you wanna use to further a career in another aspect, like do that, but be smart about it. Take it. Oh yeah, set a goal for sure. Yeah. How cute is Willie Nelson? Hi, handsome. <laughs> He's like this crazy fish left me here all day. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be spending all day tomorrow. <clears throat> uh, Getting ready for a week. Getting ready for the week. Week look like for you. Hmm. Week look like for you. I'll be with you. You gonna be with me? <laughs> well, um, Monday we leave. Monday night, and Tuesday's my birthday, and we'll be traveling. So we'll drop. Kiddo off with his dad and then head to Dallas. And then we're going to party it up. All right, have a great time with everybody. I'm going to hop off here and get ready to go tomorrow. Um, stay tuned. Next week, we will be covering EDIs as well as performing at EDIs in Dallas. Be safe, guys. All I right. Love you. Be Bye. careful. Sign them off. Bye. Okay. Oh, good job! Ah! <laughs> <laughs>